0: God, in all his mercy, blinded him like it was a realization of humility. That was the judgment of God upon the persecutor, blinded him. He couldn't see. He sends him a prophet of God to go and pray for him that he would get a healing and that he would receive the Holy Ghost.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Upper Room Studios. This is the Road Home
0: Podcast. We're back. We're glad to be back. Um, you know, we uh, we ask a lot of questions around here. Some of them don't get answered. <laughs> um, but uh, we hope you enjoy asking a lot of questions. Uh, we've actually had a little bit of an uptick in our... Subscription count here lately, so thank you. Uh, We appreciate your subscribing and your uh, loyalty to our content or whatever we have here. Mm -hmm. But we're thankful for you, and we ask that you continue to stay with us because we're trying to do better. Uh, We're going to ask another question here today, though. Okay? So, in the Bible, which is the book we base our lives on and we live live around, and everything we do is from the Word of God, or should be. (laughs) Like, I'm not sure some of our stuff we do is from the Word of God, but, you know, we we try our best. Um, There is a story of a man named Saul of Tarsus. And in Acts chapter 9, he is uh, struck down on the road to Damascus. (laughs) God speaks to him from... This great light that blinds him and says, Saul, Saul, while persecutest thou me, and he's like, who art thou, Lord? Because he don't even know who he's talking about. He's like, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. What a rebuke. Yeah.
2: Oh, he killed a lot of the people that followed Jesus.
0: Yeah. So he automatically was hurting yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Now, that that's wild, right? He was hurting Jesus comes and said, You're hurting me. Mm-hmm. Why are you why are you hurting me? And he says, like, I don't know you. But Jesus is like, Yeah, you do. I'm Jesus. <laughs> we said you're dead. Guess not. Now, that's a novelty even for some Christians. Jesus isn't dead. He's unseen, but he's not unheard of. Yeah. He's still here. Yeah. He's still alive. He's now he is seated in heavenly places, and we are now seated with him in those heavenly places. Uh, it's wild that that's the way it goes. But uh, even with this, he was persecuting Saul. Saul was persecuting Jesus via the church. So back on up the uh, Acts chapter uh, 8, where the stoning of the apostle, I mean, the deacon Stephen, but, you know, he kind of had a, Further uh, office than a deacon because of his voice, he was very boisterous. Very, uh, he had a lot of authority. Hmm. Miracles were done by by Stephen. He had an apostolic voice, but a, a deacon's office. We'll say it like that. But he was um, he was being stoned, and guess who was holding the coats of the Pharisees? It was old Saul, mm-hmm. and he thought he was doing good because he was a good old Pharisee. But he was, he killed, he was stoning Stephen, and Stephen was in 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 Christ, and Christ was in Stephen. And whenever Saul held the coats of those that were stoning Stephen, he was like, yeah, get him good, get him, hit him with another, boys. And, and there's Stephen praying for Saul. Now, that's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. And then Saul goes, gets some papers, because he's got to go shut down a church in Damascus, toward Damascus. And, uh, on his way there, riding on his high horse, he gets knocked off that high horse and the light blinds him. And Jesus says, you persecuting me. while kicking against the pricks, which is a picture of him. Everything you're doing is hurting you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like every time, th- every time you think you're hurting somebody, you're actually hurting yourself, which is actually uh, interesting, uh, lesson. You could go deeper into that. Um, uh, but we want to, we want to come up from a different angle here. Okay. So once Saul is blinded, he's running, he's grabbing from the ground. Everybody that was with him left him, right? Because they heard a voice, but they saw nobody. Saul saw something, but it was too much for his eyes, and it blinded him. And so God goes to a man by the name of Ananias, and he tells him, he says, Ananias, there's a man named Saul, and you know who he is. mm mm-hmm. He's like, Saul, yeah, the one who's been persecuting the church, the one who's been throwing people in jail, the one who was there holding the coats when they stoned Stephen. That's all. Yes, that's all. Uh He's coming to your house. What? Uh, yeah, because you're going to go get him. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, he's on a place called, a street called Straight, and you're going to have to go get him. Really? Yes, Ananias. Uh, you know why? Because he's blind. Wait, how did he get blind? I'll tell you when I get when you get there. So go go get him. So he goes to Ananias, okay, and <laughs> uh, so he says, um, "Let me find this here. I gotta find this. Uh, go that way." For he's a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house. And putting his hands on him, said brother Saul... The Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way that thou camest, has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight, and that he and, and be filled with the Holy Ghost. So a healing and salvation. Mm-hmm. So not just a healing, but empowerment. Isn't that great? Now think about this for a second. I want you, I want you to grab this from every angle. God, in all His mercy, blinded him like it was a realization of humility. That was the judgment of God upon the persecutor blinded him. He couldn't see. He sends him a prophet of God to go and pray for him that he would get a healing and that he would receive the Holy ghost empowerment. He wasn't coming to give him a three point sermon on how to get saved. He wasn't coming to tell him, yeah, uh, Saul, uh, you're gonna have to go through our discipleship program to become, you know, what you need. No, he come to heal him and to fill him with the Holy Ghost. Wild, would you do that? That's the que- that's the question we're gonna ask, right? So what happens is, um, yes, uh, spoiler alert, he gets healed. Uh, Many there fell from his eyes as it had been scales, and he received sight forthwith. That's a, that's a very King James word, forthwith. That's like King James is all Get out Forthwith He received his sight Forthwith Which means like Right then Mm -hmm. Immediately Immediately yeah And arose and was baptized And when he received Me was strengthened Then was Saul Certain days With the disciples Which were at Damascus And straightway he preached Whoa (laughs) We wouldn't do that (laughs) He would say like We're gonna have to wait A little while (laughs) Yeah Saul He's been around We know him. He's got a record. He's going to have to show himself good. But that's not what the early church did. That's what the modern church does. Mm -hmm. This is what the early church did. You want to get back to the book of Acts, you start putting some brand new sinners saved by grace behind the pulpit and see what kind of power comes out of that. Mm -hmm. You
2: think about it, that's the perfect person to preach to the non-believers because they had the same mindset as the old Yeah. You brought know, you know. Right,
0: right. And they just came out of that. Yeah. It's like a, it's like, hey, I was just this this is what Jesus did for me. And it's just a testimony. Yeah. But so many times we put such a big weight on ministry. You know, it's yeah. got ministry. Almost like it's the old testament priesthood of like you're in in the tabernacle taking care of all the things, and you're in the temple, and you're blowing the smoke up in the air, and taking care of the sacrifices, and you're doing all the rituals, you know. And almost like it's you got to be the Levite priest wearing the certain garments. That's not what happened. That's not what happened when the Holy Ghost came. When God filled His church with the Holy Ghost, you know what happened, Billy? He made us kings and priests. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody that believes on His name. Everybody that would receive Him. To them gave he power to become sons of God. You now have greater power than any Levite priest. Wow. You have access greater than any. We're heirs of the promise. Heirs according to the promise. We're, we not only have, you know, salvation. We now have authority. Mm-hmm. Which comes by that. So here's what happened to Saul. Persecuting the church on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> he's, persecut- he's on his way to go shoot some people on Monday. Get stopped at Damascus. And gets blinded, gets healed on Tuesday, and gets gets baptized that evening. Well, the next day, they got him up preaching somewhere. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? That's not what we would do. No. And that's not what we would do. But that's what that's what the Lord wanted to, uh, to do through Saul. And uh, of course he gets healed. He was healed and baptized and begins to preach. And he goes and preaches in the synagogue. But it says he preached Christ in the synagogues that Uh-oh. he is the Son of God. uh Oh, he went from he went from telling them, "Yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna go beat these Christians up and throw them in prison and, and stone them and kill them and get rid of them," because this is what God wants us to do. To, yeah, this guy I've been killing, the guy I've been telling y'all is wrong. This right. is the Messiah. True, <laughs> yeah. that gives me cold chills almost because it's like. That makes you think. There's there's hope for everybody, mm-hmm. right? There's hope for everybody. So, with that all being said, so Saul had a miraculous a miraculous change in his life, mm-hmm. turnaround, one eighty, right? Right out right out the gate, preaching the gospel, the true gospel, like it was Jesus. This is Jesus, and that's what he carried with him through his whole ministry was Jesus, Jesus alone. That's why he had no use for this the the circumcision, the Jewish. Uh, Legalism, He had no use for it because that's not what saved him. That's what kept him in bondage. What saved him was that light. (laughs) I don't know nothing about this other stuff, but that light. Jesus come and told me what I was doing, and I need to throw that away. So he Mm -hmm. went toward grace, preaching it to the Gentiles. That's why he gave him that, and that was what Ananias was told. With that being said, not knowing the whole story that was going to happen, not knowing he was going to write, You know, three quarters of the New Testament, (laughs) not knowing he was going to do that, not knowing he was going to be a great apostle. All you were given is an instruction from God that says, uh, I want you to go pray for this guy. And I want you to lead him into the things of God. I want you to pray for him. And I want you to see him get started out because I've chosen him as a vessel to preach my gospel to the Gentiles. Okay. Here's the what if. What if you were Ananias? Just think about that for a second. Just let it sink in. What if you were the one? He just he just blew up one of your churches, okay? He possibly killed your cousin. I mean, I'm just trying to put the just trying to put this in your perspective. Killed. He may have killed your cousin. Like, okay, these two are cousins. So, <laughs> think about this, Jed. What if? Okay, what if this guy Saul had killed Billy? Wouldn't have been good. <laughs> it would have been good, <laughs> but you got to go pray for Saul. Yeah. There
2: you probably got... would have been a lot of anger towards God at, at, like, why are you asking me to do this? Yeah, everything he's done. Why are you want me to go pray for him?
0: Mm. But so that's grace, though, yeah, right? We don't we. It, it's unmerited, right? But it, he just gave it to him. It's sort of the parable of like the was it the vineyard keeper where. Uh, he went out and hired so many in the morning time and mm-hmm. so many in the evening. And then the ones who were uh, who were hired at the very end of the day, they got paid the exact same amount of money as the ones that showed up at, that morning. Yeah, And the, all of them were kind of mad because he did that. I hope we have the right attitude. You know, as time progresses and as we get further toward the end of time, the coming of the Lord... Um, I hope that the more that people come in, and I believe there will be greater salvation stories, and maybe even Saul. Mm-hmm. I hope that we have the understanding of the grace of God to the point where we can just let Him do what He wants to do, and not say, "Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't know about this." God, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of mad. Yeah. How come they're getting this and I didn't get that? Whenever I've been serving you all these years. But that's not the attitude of Ananias. Ananias went and did what he was told to do. Uh,
2: and because he was obedient to God and he listened to Him, Saul went on to be Paul and did all kinds of great things.
0: Right. When he could have damaged it. Right. He could have. I mean, that's part about free will. We can damage people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I can hinder you. I can offend you. I can make you. I can hurt you to a point where you can be. Off track. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It goes against everything that our flesh is about. Mm. When uh, you think about Ananias, you think about he had to be a very spiritual man and had to be, you know, dwell in the supernatural. Because natural natural wise, you think about it. You think about uh, these people you hear on the news. They've murdered somebody. Mm-hmm. They've went in and they've killed people. They've killed innocent people. And you're like, well, you know, oh, there is hope for them. You right. know, if they ask for forgiveness. But that's all your mindset goes to is that hopefully they ask for forgiveness. Right. Instead of thinking the possibility of that, they can be forgiven and go to preaching. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's something that's that's wild. Oh. And, and then go on to write. And write and write the books, yeah. and most the most the New Testament, right, and uh but why are we so stuck in I don't know you know as people of this age and time, why are we so stuck in that God can't perform such new supernatural things, transformation, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. like when we talk about salvation, it's not like. Do good until you get better, right? It's a transformation of who a person is. Mm-hmm. Now, I know people who manipulate people, yeah, to try to win people over, so that's why like people are so leery and they're they're cautious, right mm-hmm. but this guy went from being the persecutor, the terrorist, yeah right. But he was doing it in the name of religion, too. So he was like, he had cred. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was not just like some nobody. He was, he said he was the chief of Pharisees. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and then he, he's like, next week he's preaching in the same synagogues, saying, Jesus is Lord, and he's the son of God, and he's the Messiah, and I've, I've decided to leave all this and follow him. And they're like, we killed him. No, I I met him on the road. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, so it's weird. It's easy to say that God can do it
1: mm-hmm. because you you've read the Bible story. Yeah, yeah, God, He did it. But that is that you're like, but but that's like biblical times. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. not that's not now times. That
2: he ain't gonna do that today. Yeah,
1: he ain't gonna do that today. What I, what I'm trying to say is is that we've got to get a different mindset. Right. We are so stuck in this new age stuff that we don't even know that God hardly exists, except for to know that we go to church, we sit in a pew, we sing songs, we hear preaching. Uh, some some churches they see things happen, mm-hmm. miracles, signs, wonders, all things happen. Some of us we just kind of sit still and you know ah uh, we're just we'll see you next Wednesday, we'll see you next Sunday, yeah you know, but the. That didn't happen in a church. You know what I'm saying? God didn't strike him blind in a church. No. So, we've got to get out of this mindset of that that God is in a box and right. we need to get outside of the box and let God start moving in right. this time. We got to start letting him move. Right. We've put him in such a thing that this can't happen. That can't happen. Yeah. It, oh, it could happen. If they're sick, if, oh, if God wanted if God, them, to. yeah, if God, yeah. if it's God's will, yeah. yeah, it's God's will that all will not perish, right, but have life, right. Yeah, so it's time to start believing that God can do a transformation in people's lives and that they can live again, right. That they're not going to be bound to these things. It's a spiritual attack, and when the, you know, they were facing spiritual attacks. Anytime anybody's going through something, more or less, it's spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's time to start thinking outside the box, knowing that. That God uh, will give these people their lives back, because Amen. really they're under bondage. They're under they're, they're bound by chains. They're under under attack. It's time that we start believing that God can give life.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. Because okay, here's where I see it. We we see people. We see people who, you know, they say they've got an experience with God, but they really don't. Right. You know, somebody they. They try to make the system they 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 treat God like he's another person.
1: Yeah. Keep keep your
0: thought. Country
1: music. Yeah. They throw God in there like it's exactly. it's, a, yeah. it's a a God. Yeah. And then a, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. We're God fearing people. Yeah. You
0: know, it's just and bless God. Yeah, You just throw and like people get churchy, mm-hmm. you know, they get churchy. But what happened with Saul was a transformation. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. It was so much that they they felt like they had to call him a different name. Right. And that was, he went from, he was not Saul no more, he was Paul. Right. And so they were like, you know, he was, this is, that's not the same guy we used to know. Right. That right. guy killed people. That's why, the, the one who wrote, I am crucified with Christ. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives with me in life. And I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The one who wrote the most about the cross was the one who was not there. Hmm. The one who wrote most about the crucifixion was the one who was not there. Guess what? Also, nobody came and witnessed to him. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he was not evangelized by anybody but Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. And we are so caught up in our programs and our ideas and our procedures and the way things should be. Well, I wasn't there when he repented. Well, big deal. Ananias. Go ahead and pray for him. Yeah. He's going to get healed. Mm-hmm. He's going to be an apostle. Now, see, that's, that's where we're at. A lot of people, they're like, well, we didn't, I believe we are praying for people's salvation that have already been saved. Mm-hmm. They just haven't stepped into healing yet yeah you know mm-hmm. they've got scales in their eyes. I believe that people are crying out to God even in ignorance right now, and we like we pray, God save them God save'em we get we get so you know we get so you know tore up about things we we like God's not saving like he used to. He is he's just waiting for us to be like Ananias nice, maybe and go pray for him yeah, be obedient, be obedient, yep. get out of the way. stop thinking it has to be like this, you know. Cause they may, be, you may may be surprised who stands behind the pulpit next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, may be surprised who's actually you know out there doing the works of God next. It might be a song. Could be. Mm-hmm. So this has been a thought.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's been a thought. I hope it is edified you. Uh anything else before we head out? No. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, God bless you, and we'll see you a little further down the road.
1: Thanks for tuning in. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you'd like to watch us, you can find us on The Road Home on YouTube. Make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at The Road Home underscore podcast. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at The Road Home Podcast at yahoo.com.
0: Thank you.